This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, we got some good, fun news going on in the world of gaming, so we're going to get down to that. Uh, we're also going to talk about not one, but two games this week in our final stage review segment. One of them is called Goblin Sword, which is on the Nintendo Switch and the iOS. And it's a knee-deep 2D side-scrolling RPG game that I think you guys will enjoy, especially for the price that they're offering for it as well. I would say this is too cheap, considering for my play experience. But we're going to talk about that as well as the return of Devil May Cry 3 for the Nintendo Switch. This is a special edition version, so we're going to get down and talk about that as well, along with some other games that will be coming out very soon. So, and on top of all this, at the end of our show... I am going to reveal our first returning guest of the three people that I have been working on to come on the show. Uh, we got a returning guest going on, so we'll talk about that at the end of our show today. But let's not waste any time. Let's get down to some news, because there's some really interesting news here this week that I uh, discovered. IGN.com, for instance, is reporting that Final Fantasy VII Remake that we're all chomping at the bits to wait for to come out very soon will require get this they're saying that it's going to require over 100 gigs of space to play now sydney goodman who is the reporter slash interviewer for ign reported on her on their daily blog uh, vlog that pixel buster which is uh, i believe is a influencer a gaming influencer on twitter showed on uh showed on that platform the back cover of the korean version which revealed the install size now Upon finding this out on this page, I went onto his page or her page or whoever's in charge of that page and didn't see that. I could not find that page at all. Uh, I don't know if he had to take it down or whatever because it was shown too early or whatnot, but it, that is rumored to be the case. Now, at this time, there's no confirmation of this being legit or whether the 100 gigs could be a factor of all three, uh, all three games that will be coming out. So it's very interesting i'm hoping the case i'm hoping that it is case that it is all three games combined because i just think that is just it's, it's beautiful as that game will be that's a lot now granted we have games that take up to 50 gigs of space like you know but that just means i have to get a whole new like i gotta up, i gotta upgrade my sata drive i gotta say the hard drive of a of a terabyte plus 500 gigs and the original playstation i didn't upgrade to get another 
PlayStation 4 like other people do or a PlayStation Pro. I just went and got a SATA drive to connect with it. So, I, you know, just an extra external hard drive. But I may wind up having to do that again. But luckily today, SATA hard drives with multiple amounts of uh, terabytes isn't as expensive as it used to be. If you go to like a micro center or a Best Buy, you could get it for a fairly reasonable price. I would highly recommend, or Newegg.com, I would highly recommend going to Micro Center if you have one in your area, or even if you don't, if you have one near, or you can go online, because if you ever go, if you ever want to get like something from them, if you go to the store directly, you go to Newegg.com, you go to Best Buy, and they have what, you know, what you're looking for. Um, but it's cheaper at the other places they'll match that price regardless if they see it cheaper at a best buy or newegg.com or wherever they'll match that price because they want your business and i love that part so i it's it's crazy that i have to up i may have to upgrade my already terabyte which is a thousand gigs for those who don't know to, to be able to play these games that are just getting monstrously big if that's the case um final fantasy 15 if i remember is about 54 gigs of space big and it's i mean if you played final fantasy 15 it's an atrociously huge world and with that said an outstanding beautiful expanded open world um you got arkham knights that is around the 50 gig too so i mean it's not so far off but it's just it's insane but you know if this is for one game i can't even fathom what they're going to be what, what the amount of detail is going to be in these games i am i am looking forward to it i'm not exactly looking forward to that gig space but here nor there you know i mean and, and by the way you don't necessarily have to upgrade your sata drive i mean you everybody wants all of their games in one thing but the thing is we keep getting more and that means we have to keep upgrading it is okay i think because people have the fear of if they don't get bigger gigs to fit everything that they get that when eventually when the playstation 4 goes out then you will no longer be able to get it and that's not exactly true that is not exactly true for one thing there's rumor there's still rumored that the playstation 5 may be cross compatible with playstation 4 as well as the fact that you're you're all your games is still in there i still have my games from the play playstation portable now granted i still have my playstation 3 which allows me to download all of that on the PSP and it still works. So that is very possible. And I looked at my library, all of that's still there and all of that is still available at my uh, at my leisure. So it's all a matter of that, but it's, it's um, one thing I love about Sony is that they stay consistent with your library. I have a library dating back since the PSP and it's all still there if I wanna play it. Yeah, you know, all of it all of it even the japan stuff too so uh it's going to be interesting to see i hopefully we'll see more this is uh getting near to the end of february into march and i believe it's coming out in april so we'll get i believe by march we'll get way more information as to whether that 100 gig uh install amount is the right size so we'll see but i that was very interesting so hopefully it, it, in a sense, I'm hoping it's not true. I'm hoping that it's just a split of all three. But this is Square Enix. They don't do small things. Like 30 gigs to me for Square Enix is way too small considering the amount of depth and detail that they put into these games. So I and, and, and knowing how much and how long they do things, 
I almost believe this. I really almost believe this, but we'll see. We're seeing it here or there. Let's move on to some retro gaming news. And I mean, really, really, really freaking retro news. If you're a guy like myself from the 80s, or if you're a guy or girl from the 80s, and you've been gaming from like way back since the, I'm going to say even Pong era, you have somehow came across the LE, the LCD games, like the Game & Watch. Well, which was started by Nintendo. Nintendo was the pioneers of LCD games. And if you don't know what, if you millennials don't know what the hell an LCD game is, it's basically a liquid crystal uh, screen that had like pictures of different characters and they could only move but so much. And you were able to control these, you know, little game and watch before. Let me put it like this. This is truly the Paleolithic era of video games at the time you know we had we had atari era and then from that we also had the lcd games now the lcd games basically were the original handheld games the games that you could take on the road and have fun they were highly simplistic because lcd was the same technology that they used for watches for like digital watches and instead they would allow you to play video games they found a way around it that you can make a game out of this and nintendo managed to make some really cool cute designs that were really a lot of fun to play at it's at the time we didn't have the technology that we have now there was no god there was no games where it required 50 gigs back then it was like mb megabits was at best a huge file <laughs> back then you know there was no such thing as, as gigs there was no such thing as terabytes there was just that there was kb at that kill up you know the kilobytes at the time so then along came that and then another company by the name of tiger electronics would come out with a horde of different games based on some really good arcade games but you know they never had the technology to bring all of that until nintendo came out with the game boy those games were some of the for some they were very nostalgic and memorable for others they were some of the most annoying games in the world because you know for uh, for various reasons and we had this conversation in our talk at our acmg facebook group when i posted this but people have rather some really good memories or some really bad memories myself i had good memories i had some really good memories there were they were I had uh, a Batman game. I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Uh, I did have a Street Fighter game. And that was when the Street Fighter one came out. That was nearing the end of Tiger Electronics because they started realizing that they their games were becoming, you know, obsolete due to the fact that Game Boy was out and all these other technology was advancing. So they, I'm sure the sales were becoming more diluted and less and less, of you know, sales of their you know product but man back then they were a lot well this is the era of nostalgia we got the nintendo classic we got the super nintendo classic we got the genesis we got all of these new portable these these classic games coming out why not tiger electronics for god's sake and it is it has been announced that tiger electronics are making a comeback with their lcd games i love this I absolutely love this. Maybe not to play, but just for nostalgic, like just for I, me being the collector of this, I, I would love to have stuff like this just from the benefit of 
just remembering what we went through to get where we're at now. And I think people, I we were talking in our ACMG uh, Facebook group, and people were like having bad memories of this. And I'm like, you got to understand, we without these games, we probably wouldn't have gotten the Game Boy. Like, if there was none of these games that was, you know, that were that were coming out, Nintendo didn't start off with the Game and Watch, we would not have gotten Game Boy, which then would have led to all of these other handheld games, including the PSP. And of course, right now, it, at, looking at my desk, the Nintendo Switch. All of that came from the days of the Game and Watch and Tiger Electronics, which really kind of gave you gave developers and engineers an idea of how to ad, advance and evolve. But like from a gaming historical standpoint, these games, I, I believe these games are highly important. These are extremely important games at the time, whether you love them or hate them, they are a part of gaming history. So I believe that, you know, these are these are something for those who have, have you know, glorified these things back in the day. And the lovely part about it, and we we had some great memories we we're talking about. Shout out to my man Mark Hilton, um, or Hyten, and in, in, in our ACG Facebook group because we were talking about this. We were talking about the old memories of how we used to have to play this game. You know, because it took like two AA batteries to do, and you would play this game so much to the point, and it I, it would drain the battery so quick. And if you if you're from around the way. I hate to say this, like, like we would say, like, ghettoology, you know, because ghettoology is a term that we would use back in the day when you're learning something from the streets that you would probably never learn in, uh, in school or whatever, like that, those survival tips or how to get by. And if you got batteries, like, say, Duracell batteries, back in the day, you used to go, like, when they used to drain, you do two things. You put them in a the freezer to re-energize, to, uh, to sustain a extra amount of energy for it. Or because they're copper top, you would dip them in a jar full of like, or a jar or bag full of pennies. And they would legit recharge. They would reach like, I don't know if you guys remember the door cells with the uh, gauge meter on there to show you how much power that these things have. If you put those uh, door cells with the gauge meter in the bag of pennies, which is all copper, of course. And for like an hour or two, you would take those babies out and they were recharged completely and they they're playing again so you you know they would last for quite a while and they're not rechargeable so it is really it was really cool like we had those survivor tips but he was talking about like playing batman and you would see after a while that you could tell when the game is starting to the uh tiger electronic game used to go out that it used to fade <laughs> and even worse there's no back then there was no such thing as as memory cards or save data so your your entire score would be going if the, if the batteries are done you're done so like all that hard work and this is back in the day in the 80s like we didn't have like games that ended and you know there was no endings for games there was no you know incentives for games other than getting the highest score in that game that was the 80s for you. That's all you had to worry about. That's all you wanted to do is get that high score. So I thought, you know, this just brings a lot. It, 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 I'm thinking good nostalgia, but there was probably some other annoying things as well because they weren't easy to play. Um, they were not easy to play. And you would most likely, you have to have some great reflexes and eye hand-eye coordination in order to get through these games.
here but it's really cool that they're making a comeback for these people they're they're building they're um, basing it on the nostalgia of us 80s uh folks and i like it uh three games have been announced so far including sonic 3 this one i can't remember if i remember this and i probably would have remembered this game if it came out transformers is also the one uh that they're coming out with and a g1 version at that and the little mermaid i do remember that and x-men i do remember the x-men one so they're coming out with that um even better the price for these will go for 15 dollars. i think that is very fair well actually you know what you know what i don't know I guess because of the hardware and nostalgia of it, it's for, for 15, because I'm looking at the, I see a game like this. I thought it was a reasonable idea, but I'm thinking a game like this. And then, well, it is hardware. And then you got this little LCD thing. But then I see games like Goblin Sword, which I played on my Nintendo Switch or other games, which for you get a full experience for a really low price so i mean it depends on the person but for me i think i would i would actually i would actually invest in this it's just for the simple fact that it's a nostalgic thing i probably wouldn't i probably only play it once and then like maybe hang it up you know on a shelf or whatever like that and just but here's the other thing if you are a parent i highly I highly recommend you get this for your kid who is probably also a gamer and probably takes for granted, definitely takes for granted of all of the games that they have now, of all of what they do. I told um, one of my other uh, members, Brennan, <clears throat> in our group, because he has, he has like, I think three kids as well. And I know they game too, but I'm like, dude, you need to have your kids like, you really need to have your kids play this game and remember and really appreciate what we have now. You really need to appreciate what we have now because of the fact of uh, what we had back then. Or you can, that's a, that would be a great punishment, an absolutely great punishment for, <laughs> for kids, you know, who get in trouble and you don't want them to start gaming, you know, you'd have them game on that. Or is, and, and he thought it was cruel. I'm like, no, you want to know what's cruel? There was an episode of The Simpsons where Marge read a book of how to punish uh, new age kids. And one of them was delete the entire saved data of, of a kid's game uh, console. I think that is far worse of a punishment. Like you gotta be, you gotta really piss somebody off in order to do that. Like I can't even fathom having all of my saved data. Actually, I, it's happened to me too and it crushed me. But I had to deal with the fact I had to go in to play a lot of games all over again. Some games that require hours and hours of play. To me, that's a that's another that's another level type of punishment right there. That's just cruel. But depending on the person, that may be that may be warranted. So, you know, I would you know just for just for historical reasons, I think this is a great thing for people to have. So I like this and I'm really actually kind of glad that they brought this back out. I think it's really cool. So um, other news that I have here is, we talked about this a couple uh, episodes ago, a couple weeks ago, Captain Sabasa, The Rise of the New Heroes, uh, which is Bandai Namco's new anime related title that is coming out soon in 2020. They will still will not confirm this, but 
they have a new trailer out and the latest trailer shows characters of the new teams uh which if you're a fan of this anime <clears throat> excuse me of this classic anime you're gonna know who these people are i i honestly i've never heard of this until i recently downloaded an ios version of the game and then come to find out that it it actually is a based on an actual anime a classic anime and manga so for those who recognize some of the characters if you're a fan of this series there they have the following characters that will be also added to this game falcon shooter shun nita ace killer i love these names too by the way ace killer Mak uh, makoto soda aerial acrobatic combination tashibana brothers uh powerful defender hiroshi jito performer on field mitsu mitsuru sana wild ego from arctic region hikaru matsuyama uh fierce tiger kojiru hyuga and many more so those are just a little bit of what's been announced i mean this game looks so freaking epic like if you got a love for like soccer but also have a love for street fighter you just combining these two together because they're gonna give it they got like these really crazy you know spiritual like spiritual uh martial arts type of moves that they're interjecting into the game uh it's really it's really awesome it's really awesome there's still no release date for this and i even went up as far as to go on to their page on facebook and said like come on give us a release date and they replied back we're gonna give a release date soon so stay tuned i'm like oh come on this is pretty this is torture at this point because this game people are really getting excited about this game it looks a lot of fun we don't know how the gameplay is going to be we don't know um if this is going to be rpg related this is going to be action based um this is going to be a simulation there's like really not too much known about what this game is going to be but it's just visually it looks stunning it looks I mean, this is the part, this is the part I love about Bandai Namco. Like, they're not perfect, but what they get right is visuals. They are, they get visuals so right, especially when they do cel-shaded type of visuals like they do with this and they do with um, Dragon Ball, just any of the Dragon Ball series or Naruto series. Oh, it's just absolutely phenomenal. So love it. So I am so looking forward to that. Um, you know what else I'm looking forward to? next week because next week uh the premiere of samurai showdown for the switch comes out on the 25th that let me just put it to you this way upon the news that i'm going to have at the end of this episode the 25th is going to be a very special day it's going to be a lot going on so um as far for this show at least um samurai showdown season pass 2 has been announced which also begins next week as well so the deal here and now, now I get what they were doing for the Nintendo Switch. And I love, I again, I even love it more. I love it more. So if you guys remember, I was talking about this. Um, Samurai Showdown comes out next week for the Nintendo Switch. But it comes out a little bit cheaper than it did for the ones on the PlayStation and the Xbox. And I believe Steam as well. Um, or St Stadia, whatever that crap is. Um, it is out for that for that uh for those ones for the regular price of 60 bucks and that's not including the actual season pass which is another 20. they came out for the one for nintendo switch at 
the price of $39.99 with the addition of the actual season pass is still 20. So now you're getting to the season pass and the full game for the regular price that you would on the other ones. And then on top to add insult to injury for all those who purchased the other ones, you're gonna get the Nintendo, the Neo Geo Pocket version of Samurai Showdown 2 that will automatically unlock on that day. So, and I still have that game right now. And I keep, and I love that. I love that I can play this now on uh, Nintendo Switch. It's awesome. So, uh, all of that comes out next week, but season two also comes out next week. So, now here's what they do. So, they're going to add another 20 bucks for the season pass for next week. I'm still cool with this because you're getting so much, and they gave you so much um, for a reasonably sell price. And apparently the first person to be released on this game for on the season pass two, they're not all going to be unlocked. Um, but season pass two is going to be Mina, uh, Majikina of Samurai Showdown five. So, um, there is a video, uh, showing her moveset and everything out right now that you could go into SNK's, um, actual page and, you know, check it out there. But this is awesome. I love this. Um, it's out, it's going to be out for Xbox. It's going to be out for PlayStation 4, Stadia. I just feel bad for those other ones. I I, I, I talked to somebody just recently. Um, Elijah. Shout out to my man Elijah McKinnon on our Facebook, on our ACMG group. One of my, you know, seasoned vets and really cool dudes. Um, we were talking about this. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to pay 60 bucks for that experience. And I've talked about this before in the show. It, the game is beautiful. It plays beautiful. It is still not worth 60 bucks because of the lack of continuity that this game entails. There is no story mode. The arcade mode is just like old school, outdated structure. Other than that, the game is really fun. It's a it, it, it's made to be a classic fighting game, but in this day and age where everything's so updated with production and narrative and story and it really engages you into the universe i don't think that a game that just only has an arcade mode that has a intro storyline and a ending story you know ending you know scene is enough it's not nearly enough they what they did what snk did with this game as as really good as it is what they did with this game is that they they absolutely took everything from Street Fighter 4 and made it they made this game a samurai showdown a SNK version of Street Fighter 4 because that's what Street Fighter 4 did before we started you know it was Street Fighter 4 that was like that told us like no we want more where you want us to pay we want a story mode we want extra characters we want an arcade mode as Capcom much to their credit gave us all that and god they're still giving us they still giving us content for that game it's been what three years since street fighter um, 5 came out it's been like the all those years since kyle haber came in to talk about that game and to talk about you know what's been going on in that game on this show and it's they're still giving and even cheaper than what samurai shawdown is giving so i i find it hard for myself to really give samurai showdown a full price that other games are getting for their for what they're providing i'm sorry just not 
Um, even I, I think even to to Koi Tecmo's credit, Dead or Alive, uh, the new Dead, the latest Dead or Alive game also gives you a, a bit more continuity than this. Uh, Tekken Seven definitely gave it to you, man. So I, I, it was hard for me to want to bow down to get that amount for this but for what they're giving for the nintendo switch an extra game uh season pass uh and and 20 less for the full game i think that's a great deal i think that's an absolutely great deal so if you haven't gotten samurai showdown you probably want to get it for this hopefully it'll play just as smooth and just as good as it will find out next week because i'm going to be uh talking about it and reviewing it next week so um before we head off i do want to talk about some games that will be coming out this week and down the line so this week we got fortnite season two top secret there's another expansion that's out right now for all you fortnite fans out there i don't know to the just of it because i don't like playing that game but if you don't know yeah you know it's out there um a game that sooner or later i'm going to definitely want to get invested in. and i talked about this last week uh because it, it was pre uh per, it was there was a pre-sale uh, for it Double Dragon and Kunio Khan Retro Brawlers Bundle is out now. It is out available right now on the Nintendo Switch. And it apparently, it's only out for the, it's not even out for the Japan version. I thought that was, I, I found that to be very surprising that the Japan version of the eShop is not selling it. Well, you know, it makes me feel better because there's a game that's in Japan right now that's not selling in America. But we'll talk about this shortly. Also out this week is under night in birth which is a fighting game again that's something I, I i have a feeling i own this for the ps4 it's it was out like in uh, 2012 it is a possibility i might actually have this on a uh, playstation 4 but it's out now for the um switch so maybe down the line i'll pick that up as well uh persona 5 personal scramble japan only you want to know why i'm so pissed about this now granted i never play the persona the original persona rpg games because i'm not an rpg dude like that like the turn base but i have played persona games before um there was the axis uh arc system works fighting game that came out uh i believe for the ps3 which was a really good game but there were also this one which is like a dynasty warrior like game which is done by uh, W Force, which is the same guys who do Dynasty Warrior and all the Warrior games like uh, Pirate Warriors um, and Zelda uh, Hyrule Warriors as well. They worked on all of that. Um, Orochi, what is that? Orochi Warriors as well. Um, all of those, they work on all of that. So they did a Persona uh, 5 version of this called Personal Scramble. Fortunately for us, even though it's not coming out in the US, at least we don't know whether it's coming out in the u.s and i'm kind of like holding off and holding my reserves to do this but you can purchase that game if you have a japan account which you can do is actually it i mean the nintendo switch is region free and it's more than proven because i was able to download the demo of the uh from the japan shop and play it with no problems it is if, if if you heard the rumors that uh nintendo switch was region free i am here to tell you that is absolutely true i had a chance to play the personal scramble demo and i absolutely enjoyed it even though i couldn't understand half of the you know what was going on luckily the control scheme is universal 
the language of a control scheme for uh, control scheme for gaming is always universal. So I was able to play it easily with no problem. And I, because of my experience with other Dynasty Warrior like games, this was no problem. But I love the fact that this particular genre of game gives you something different than the other ones. Totally different than the other uh, Dynasty Warrior like games. So I, I am hoping, especially because they are actual fans of joker from persona 5 and especially those who own uh and this is the reason why i'm thinking like they gotta bring this out joker is on super smash brothers he was one of the first announced no he was the first announced dlc character for uh super smash brothers so they have to at some point and and there's another one that's coming out i think uh, royale or something like that is that is supposed to be scheduled to come out or or something to that nature or if it's not out already i don't know but i i truly believe they need to come out with this this is my type of game like i like when they make games based on other rpgs or whatever and they make a dynasty warrior game because i want to play it I, I even though i love fire emblem i really really enjoy fire emblem uh warrior even more <laughs> because it's just it's get up and go it's you know real-time action I love that. I absolutely love that. So hopefully they're just, you know, looking to come out with the voice actors and do a English dub version for the game. Cause I think we, I think this game will be highly enjoyable, enjoyed by the U S uh, gamers and fans out there. So, um, two games that are coming down the line. I am looking forward to this. One is one piece pirate warriors, the, uh, four which is coming out March 26th. They are already advertising that on the Japan, uh, Japan e-site. But I just found out today, and I'm very happy for this. I am absolutely doing this because for a lot of reasons, for a lot of reasons that I cannot say, <laughs> damn it. But Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 is already out both. It was just Japan uh, eShop yesterday, but as of today, I just saw on the on my nintendo switch and i'm going to open my nintendo switch right now so i can see this uh it's right here but just today they just uh revealed that ultimate ninja storm is available for pre-order on a nintendo switch eShop right now and it's going to be for 49.99 and why it's 49.99 well for one thing that's ten dollars cheaper than the normal 60 dollars price but in this you get everything and i mean absolutely everything you get to choose from 124 ninjas all packed into the series and i'm talking from the original naruto series to ship it in into the baruto series as well so if you pre-order the uh ultimate ninja store for road to baruto because you got to remember when, it, when um ultimate ninja store came out it was just them covering the last bit of naruto and then they got an expansion pack which included the baruto series so you got a whole new storyline from there as well you get all that for one price for one low price of 50 dollars. that's outstanding and this is to celebrate the 20 years of naruto the 20 year anniversary of naruto which now that I'm saying this out of my mind, I, I'm just thinking about some things that are going to be happening in the future. So um, this is all making sense now. I Trust me, I got a feeling I will be announcing this to all of you very soon. This is I'm just putting two and two together here. Um, 
But if you order this pre-order, you get uh, some early content that I will unlock, including I'm sorry, 11 ninja costumes from the Barto era. You also get early unlocks of for 22 DLC characters as well. You get also early unlocks for Mamoshiki and Kishihiki Otatsuki. I believe these are two. I don't quote me on this. I believe these are possibly two of the main villains of the later versions of Baruto uh, or Naruto. But all of these guys get unlocked uh, early. Um, looks like this is going to be like 13 gigs of space that you're going to require, which is not that bad. But yeah, this is going to be awesome. It, it, it looks absolutely awesome on here. And um, it's available now for pre-order. And it'll be out on the 24th which is a day later from the japan version so i just as i thought everything is going to be coming out um everything's coming out like at virtually the same day you know all you know overall so that will do it folks for this part of the segment we're going to take a break come back and in our final stage review we're going to review goblin sword for the ios and the nintendo switch as well as uh, the new Devil May Cry special edition for uh, exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. We're going to check all of that out right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. Hi guys, this is Ruben Langdon. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Show you can! we are back with our final stage review and it actually we have two reviews this week one of which i've been waiting to talk about because when i first saw this game it had something special that i had a spark that i was intrigued by and a price that i was amazed of considering all that you get in this game and that is goblin story which is created by a develop an indie development group called gelato games these guys must have a fandom for zelda 2 because there is a it's basically a an adventure 2d side scrolling rpg in the same vein of zelda 2 which has you or any uh, any other you know adventure 
uh, 2D side-scrolling game like it, but I, I focus more on Zelda 2 because this is where it reminds me of. But unlike Zelda 2, this is more like a 16-bit game version of it. But it has so much in it. It's a very deep game. And they charged only $4.99 for this game. And after playing this game and still enjoying this game, the replay value of this game is really, really good. Um, might I suggest to them, and I, sorry fans, I gotta say this, but like, charge a little bit more for the next game that comes out because you put all this in, man, this was just absolutely awesome. So, basic just this game. This game actually has a story and narrative to it. You embark on an epic quest, and this is from the actual uh, story premise of the developers. You embark on an epic quest to retrieve the legendary sword. Goblin Sword is a very retro-inspired action platformer with light RPG elements to it. They say light, I'm saying it's a little thick. Um, you go through an army of monsters led by an evil wizard, uh, which have invaded your hometown. Uh, you slay monsters all through the game, collect loot, dangerous traps, defeat menacing bosses before facing the evil wizard himself. So you gotta build up, you gotta be powerful enough before you get to that level. And you do so by going through these levels, 89 levels this thing has, 89 levels. Uh, and each level has all the, you know, monsters in there. And every time you kill a monster, rather you you get uh, items, you get, you, know, you get jewels that you can use to exchange for more powerful weapons in here. And you unlock different weapons in here as well all through the game. Um, they made this so much enjoyable intriguing and not too hard it's very it's a very user friendly or player friendly experience i might say um in here it's just a lot of fun it's just it, you could tell they built it just for pure enjoyment and and there and don't get me wrong there is some challenges here as you go up the levels they do challenge you there are some secret uh challenges as well in here but you got 89 levels you got 13 bosses you got 30 weapons with unique weapons and the weapons are really well detailed i like the design the character design of the weapons and the weapon designs and everything everything looks really cool um they also have costume designs as well you could be a ninja you could be like a a warrior a you know of some kind you know one of those warriors that wear you know you know, Peter won't like this, but clothing based on monsters or animals or whatever like that. They also got knight and shining armors in there, you know, and just different things. And, and there's other way more things to unlock as you go along as well. There's some you like it's it's just very deep um, for a game that's only $4.99. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, there's also 30 relics that, uh, that grant you abilities as well in here. So like you got your swords, you got your armor and now you got relics that'll add on some relics will summon different you know embodiments like dragons or ghosts or whatever that will help you and assist you uh against some hordes of monsters that are coming by uh there are also ways to uh evolve and get more you know life and hp to let you go more uh ways to help you with your weapon powers or whatever so basically when you get the weapon powers and abilities um you get an orb once you get this orb it helps whatever weapon that you're carrying at the time ignite a ability so you have to and each 
ability plays differently and depending on which weapon you have it rather benefits you or hit you know hinders you so you gotta play strategically to see if this weapon is right for the level that you're playing in at this time so there is some depth to this game and i love what they did with this um you also yeah as i mentioned you got 14 costumes now all of them are unlocked some of them are available and then some of you have to go into the store and buy and then others you'll probably have to unlock by finding treasure items all throughout within the store. So you won't find them all at one time. It's best to go through a level from time to time and just get through the level to unlock another level and maybe go back when you become a lot stronger or you have better abilities to be able to um, get through a level better. Cause that's what I end up doing. And then also you could collect more gems to be able to buy more things uh, in the store and whatnot. You also have eight guardians that will follow you around as they assist you which i mentioned which is the ghost the dragon uh little fairy spirit is what i have so far in there you also got five challenging levels i only played through one but they are challenging they very much are challenging and just for fun you could decorate your home with items that you find in the uh in in the levels it's really really it's a lot of fun i am having a great time with this game um to be honest again for 4.99 this is only a five dollar game and it's so deep and i guess maybe they were basing it on a lot of the retro games that are out right now uh for the nintendo like you got the uh, you got the archive you know or you know uh library out there with snk and all those other games that are deep um you got classic games that are out right now I still say like at least go another dollar or two maybe 6.99 7.99 i think they provide you so much for this beautifully done game that i'm sure took them quite a while to put together i mean it's really beautiful it's, it it takes you back to the old days of uh super the super nes they designed it to look like a super a super nes game uh at best and it's just really well done um and, and again the sprites I, are really huge you can see the detail and the swords and 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 such like that and, and the the um the level design is really well done it's not too complex or whatever like that um they hide the treasure items very well to the point you got to go back but you don't want you want to keep going at it and they're like it's just there's so much you could do with this game it's so much i love what they've done with this game so if i'm going to give this any type of grade for what they've done i gotta give this a solid a this by far yeah it's it's a very enjoyable game i highly recommend going out there if you're into like the retro inspired action adventure platformer games this game is for you and for 4.99 you cannot beat that price gelato games i hope you guys do a sequel and if you do you deserve more than what you're charging here so go out and check out goblin uh sword and uh even right now even right now go out of your way to check it out it's only 5.99 i mean 4.99 and there will possibly be a sell and i hate when games like this go on sale because that means it's going to go down for lower i don't think this should ever go on sale to be honest because the price is just so low but if, and, and for what they create it's just really well done now this is what i'm talking about i mentioned this about samurai showdown and how much for a fighting game it's not worth the price that it is because it's not giving us everything what everybody else is getting you got a game genre like this that is giving you so much, but it's charging so little for it. And I'm like, yeah, this is the opposite of what I was talking about with Samurai Showdown. So yeah, definitely go out of your way to check out uh, this and enjoy it. It is just so, it's just a lot of fun. Just go out of your way. So the other game 
Shout out to Ruben Langdon. You heard him at the beginning of this episode of this segment. Um, the voice of Dante himself. And lo and behold, Devil May Cry 3 is out right now. With this out right now, there's no doubt that summer, uh, that Devil May Cry 4, without a doubt, is going to come out. 5 will never come out for the Switch. It is just way too much. It is way too powerful. And I think that it may be an exclusive for PlayStation, if I'm correct, maybe. Uh, I think it is. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, this is a special edition version of uh, Devil May Cry 3. And this was one of my favorite of the... This was one of my favorites. Like, my actual favorite is 4. But what I, the reason why I love this one so much is because this was the debut of Dante's brother, Virgil, who I absolutely thought is awesome. He kind of has that Zephyroth type of kick, but also a little bit more of a cooler type of, you know, maniacal type of guy. Whereas Zephyroth is just cutthroat. But they, the similarities is the white hair and the, and the katana swords. But their personalities are slightly different here. But this, what I loved about this game, too, is that it was a prequel. To everything that was going on it was a prequel to the events that will be happening in in devil may cry 4 and 5 here so um set before the events of devil may cry this action classic sees dante facing off against his twin brother virgil who has designed uh who has designs on unlocking a gate to the demonic realm to which dante himself holds the key um there's also some new additions to this game too, which I love, is that you it now feature selectable combat styles, which the original game, you would have to go into the hub and switch out every so often. The new version has you actually um, just hitting the trigger buttons to, uh, to you know, do it at the snap of a finger much like the recent games like four and five has uh does now so i like that they did that um so they have that uh, uh addition to it as well you can pick between Swordmaster, gunslinger uh and other different forms of combat trickster is another one that you could pick i forgot what the fourth one because i barely used that one but you also get the this is the other thing i loved about this game is that you get so many cool weapons this time around like you get the three the, the, the try nunchuck as well in here you get um the ray gun a lot of cool cool uh the two the double swords that you get from the two demons um i'm at level six right now i beat this game a long time ago uh but this also tells me why i enjoyed this so much because it wasn't as bad i mean like i still have a hard time beating to this day uh devil may cry 2 even the one i just brought for the switch I'm stuck in an area, whereas this one, I'm just going, I'm already in level six. I'm already going through. The other great part I love about this game is that the replay value here, even if you like gain the weapons that you get and you save it, but you want to go back to like level one or level two or three. And just to, even if it's just to collect money, but you're already more powerful than you were before because you already went through like the other levels, you come back. And go back to those levels you'll still have the sword you'll still have all your upgrades and everything there and you just go on and everything just comes off way easier than it did before so it allows you to gain more power and just start like farming you know different uh you know farming for orbs and everything to get more, uh, more move sets to evolve to advance so i love that feature i love that they added that on as well um it, it really yeah, i love it you in 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 this version 
This special edition version allows you to play as Virgil. Uh, it even includes an extra bonus feature uh, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. So I love it. I think the only... I mean, I love the control scheme. The control scheme is really cool, easier to play, much more fun to play this time around. I think my only negative is still the camera. Like, I don't understand. And maybe, maybe I haven't found the option yet, but I don't like the way the camera is set to only access a certain, you know, it, it, the access, you know, turning with the, uh, the last, don't me cry too, you couldn't control the camera. This time around you can, but it's only in the access Y or opposite way. So if you turn left, it goes right. If you turn right, it goes left. There's no option to change that around. And the, I wish that they would allow that to happen. I'm. It'd be really cool if they did a patch update that'll allow you to do that. Cause I'm not liking the fact, I hate, the, I hate that access option. And then the fact that you can't change it, I really hate that as well. So that's my only negative, but otherwise, I like the fact that you can lock into an opponent and you can, you know, just everything about it. It's a lot more fun this time around. Uh, but if you are a fan of Devil May Cry like I am, not just for bias reasons, um, if you're a fan of Devil May Cry like I am, this is a definite get. Uh, I believe, how much was this? I think this was like $30, maybe 40 if I'm correct. Um, I, I forgot. It wasn't 20 I can tell you that. But because uh, once you pre-order, you forget the prices of it. But let me check it out just to make sure. I can tell you right now. Devil May Cry 3. Switch. Special Edition. Uh, Nintendo. How much did they got it for? Oh, good God. They got it. Seriously. Kind of do age verification for this crap. Oh, my bad. It is 20 bucks. <laughs> it is 20 bucks. I, I guess I just went and jumped the gun. But um, no, it is 20 bucks. So you can't go wrong. And again, this is Devil May Cry. So uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But if I had to give this a grade for this new version, I would say more or less a B plus. If they change that camera, because that camera plays a really big factor into the whole thing. So if they change the camera uh, option, I think it plays better. Um, the graphics, it, it is what it is. It's, you know, it's way back in the Nintendo, I mean, I'm sorry, PlayStation 3 era, I believe, or 2 era when it came out. So I, <laughs> what is it? It would, yeah, it came out during PlayStation 3. No, uh, no, it dates, <coughs> excuse me. It does date back, uh, date back to PlayStation 2. And it came back out for the PlayStation 3 and 4, uh, 4 as well. But, um, yeah, I, 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 the camera angle thing is a bother, but it's, it doesn't ruin the entire experience. I just think it's an option that I think they should have there. So, uh, I would give it a B plus just on that factor because I, the camera does make a big deal for that. So, uh, but it is definitely cry. So what do you think? Uh, it's whatever. I just know that part four is coming out, but you know what? I also hope I really hope because I haven't heard, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't heard anything from this and we had such a great experience with Unimusha 1. I am hoping that Capcom is also planning to come out with both Unimusha 2 and 3 because they're working on Devil May Cry way too much. Um, and I'm not complaining about that at all. It's just Unimusha is such a special game and it has been talked about for quite some time. Part 2 with Jubei was really good. Part 3 
with Jean Reno is legendary. It is just absolutely legendary. And at the time, we were saying that the Unimusha trilogy was one of the greatest trilogies ever. And this is before uh, God of War came out as well. So I hope, I hope that they do eventually bring those games out because it is absolutely a phenomenal series as well so folks that will do it for this edition of select start i hope you guys really enjoyed it but i hope you enjoy what's about to come next week as well let's start with uh, what we're doing this sunday this sunday on the prime show on talk time live the prime show we're going to be reviewing jojo's bizarre adventure diamond is unbreakable coming from wb japan it is available on amazon it is available on blu-ray it's available on a lot of different platforms right now two reasons why i'm going to be reviewing this and why this is connected to ace to acmg presents talk time live one it's a wb japan uh anime inspired based movie i myself happen to enjoy the efforts of wb japan because i feel like that they kind of do a lot of things right it's not perfect but i think that they do a lot of things right i have watched a little bit of this i gotta watch it again but this is based on the first chapter of the jojo diamond is unbreakable um you know saga uh which is based on the dio arrow that ignites uh other people's ability to create you know to uh ignite their stance uh and the brother duo as well so we're going to be talking about that this uh sunday as well but the other reason is because our very own raheem jarbo aka megaran has a song featured in the movie and not only is this featured in the movie it's like jojo's it's jotaro's main theme so they use it every most of the times where he's like about to kick somebody's ass and is and he about to bring out the stand um so we're going to talk about that this sunday as well and we're going to play a little bit of his uh song because he i upon him announcing this because he was the one that promoted it and that's how i found out i'm like they did a movie for jojo's bizarre adventure i've always wanted to see a live action jojo's bizarre adventure because i didn't i always wondered how they would be able to to do what they did for that anime which is a very very weird and eccentric anime and how to bring that into the into, into the big screen i am dying to see how they're going to do this so they did it they finally did it and i'm intrigued now it's not based on the saga that i would like for them to play which is the original saga with dio in there but diamond is unbreakable is probably the easiest one for them to do because it doesn't require them to travel out to egypt or whatever like that to do what they need to do but i would still love for them to actually do a live action version of that as well but yeah um to, see, to have megan rand do a theme on there and i you know i got in touch with him like dude i'm gonna review this movie i need that song <laughs> i want to play it on the show so he sent me the uh instrumental and then eventually we got the um the actual song itself um on there so we actually got it you know we got the song so you'll be hearing a little bit of the song next week oh, i'm sorry this sunday on talk to live prime as we are reviewing the movie as well and how well this translates from the anime and how close to the anime and the manga it is that's what we're going to be covering right there so not only that we have our first new or oh, our first guest 
on Talk Time Live exclusive. The first of three that I'm getting on this show. Uh, hopefully, all three of them will be able to make it on here. But Chris Battle, you guys remember Chris Battle. Chris Battle is the character designer for some of your favorite animated Cartoon Network shows such as Dexter's Laboratory uh, and most recently, Teen Titans Go. He is going to be back on the show. We're going to talk about all the things that we haven't talked about since last time he's been on the show. But also, he has a new deal with Marvel and so a new project that he's working with Marvel amongst other things that he's working on. But a clothing line based on some are some of our favorite marvel characters designed by him so think teen titans go but now it's marvel's turn with with chris battle and i actually did order one of these shirts which will be coming the day of that interview so i'm looking forward to uh having him back on to talk about that and any other projects that he's got going on he's he's been hustling hard uh this year as always so i'm looking forward to talking with him about all of that as well so stay tuned the next week for that as well um next week also on select start we will be reviewing samurai showdown for the switch and talking about uh what we thought of the game and what i thought of the game actually so um stay tuned for all that and any news that comes on in the world of gaming and our favorite fandom so folks that will do it this week we're going to be explosive stay tuned for more news as well um please again keep supporting us i'm at i'm on instagram at dak xavier for uh underscore josiah you can follow me there uh we got our acmg facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 you can also follow this show on talktimelive.com you can check out all of our exclusive interviews on talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives you can subscribe to uh and keep an eye on this show every week as we have something different on apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Pocket Cast, you name it, we got it. Uh, it's on here. And Stitcher Radio, of course, as well. So there's not one place. And also our Amazon devices as well. It is not one place that you can't listen to TalkTimeLive.com. We're ever growing. We're ever going. So stay tuned for this and much, much more, folks. That will do it. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out here. I will talk to you on Sunday. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.